Good evening and welcome to Revelation Hour. Thanks very much for joining us this evening everyone. It's lovely to be back. It seems like ages since we've been on air. It's lovely to actually be on air, be on air again. Uh, this evening we'll be having a special topic which is very close to my heart as you know. I'm the, the foodie, the healthy, the well tend to, I'm, I'm meant to be anyway. Yeah, I, try my, I try my best to be. Um, by his grace, years, by his grace, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, in our household, I'm the one who always advocates health and all of these different things. But I'm warming up to it yeah, now. You know, you're I'm getting, getting good. I'm you're getting, getting good. There. You're getting yeah, there. Definitely. But um, what we're tr what we're going to be doing this evening is we're going to be speaking about something which is a little bit more detailed um, about the food supply, and we'll, we'll go into detail with that in a moment. But I think Jean-Marc has sent messages out. So we can actually see what the topic is going to be about. You've probably seen that already. Yeah, I mean, it's something that's really I felt, you know, when we started Revelation Hour again. Um, I was kind of asking the Lord, okay, we go over different topic. We look at the uh, Babylonian system, you know, how it came about, the Tower of Babel. We look at Europe. We looked at religion, the one world, one world religion and different topic. But, you know. God has just brought something different that we want to share. But before I just jump ahead of myself, I'm going to hand it over again to, to my lovely wife. I think she's still got some rules, you know, for the topic. I'm just getting ahead of myself. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. <laughs> Not quite rules, but announcements. Sorry, babe. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Too excited. Yeah. So the announcements for this evening are really the same as they usually are. Um, we, we are at Revelation Hour revelationonlineradio.co.uk where you can download the latest um, videos and podcasts also with regards to being able to listen to those you can either do that via SoundCloud or iTunes I'm getting my tongue tied now my tongue is tied have a see see out of practice now aren't I <laughs> and then we can actually go via Twitter or Facebook you can follow us and you can let your friends know about topics you can share topics you can share audio as well um, there's a clip that we're going to be playing this evening which will, and we'll send things via the whatsapp so you can share those with people i'm getting ahead of myself again with regards to emailing questions and you can email questions to us as well um, via whatsapp or you can email questions to revelationhour at mail.com um, you also can download our app via Apple Store or Go Play. Where our time slot now is, if you're not used to it, is 8.30 to 9.30 once a month we're trying to aim for. And um, it's still on a Wednesday. <coughs> and it will be that way also from 9.30 if you have any questions. We'll keep the lines open between 9.30 and 10. So if you have any questions that you'd like to ask us, you can do that also. Um, so we are here to serve you and to try our best to be able to bring what we've, what we've found out about particular things in line with preparing for the return of Jesus and preparing us as a people to be able to be self-sufficient in a way so we can actually not be caught up in the system but we can actually be able to work around the system at the timings when God has prompted us to do so and for everyone it will be different so we're just trying to give information so we can prepare but before we do that before we launch into everything all this this excitement of what my husband's really excited this evening to talk about this topic before we do that 
we shall pray ask the lord to be in this continue to be in this before we actually go ahead and let him speak this evening father we thank you so much as we come before you we thank you for this evening we thank you for really laying on our hearts the topic that we're going to be speaking about this evening and father we just pray that you will have your way that your will will be done that your words we will speak the things that you've put on our hearts we will speak with regards to the things that you've actually revealed to us and to others father who have shared with us i just pray father that you will continue to have your way and that your will be done and that as a people we will prepare as your spirit is guiding and leading us we and we will be sensitive to you holy spirit and we will listen be obedient to that which in which way you are directing us we pray that you'll continue to order our footsteps lord and that we will be obedient to your call to your plan and to your purpose we pray this in jesus name amen we just thank you so much again for joining us this evening as we said earlier we're going to be speaking about food um, it's food and health but more so this evening we want to actually be speaking more so about food what's actually going on with regards to the food at this time and we want to actually play a clip later it's quite a long clip but it's worth listening to we'll also send the video um or we'll send the video actually all the all the footage we'll send that to you via whatsapp later because it's really good to watch it's about 10 minutes long but it's really really worth it it gives you an idea of why we have spoken we've actually touched upon this when we touched upon the subject of gmos um but it, we didn't actually go into detail about it but it's nice to have the history about what we're going to be talking about this evening and then it will make it will kind of lay the foundation as to why when we begin to go into health um, you'll be able to understand why um, particular diseases are taking place um, or we well different people are actually coming along who are actually in the wellness and health industry are actually saying this is where disease is coming from that a lot of it stems from our food um, a lot of it stems from lifestyle exposure to different elements to radiation um, to water and what's in our water systems um, so all of these things will be covered this e not this evening but we'll cover them over the weeks to come in as, as much as we possibly can but it's it's just basically we're giving you nuggets so you can actually go and do research for yourself and I'm sure a lot of you have done it already um, and if you if you actually have information that we haven't shared please 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 share it on the whatsapp or call in this evening and, and just share your points with us so we can have discussion um, so it can we're live we're able to go live now so we can actually have live discussion live information going out to everyone so we can prepare and sh help each other to prepare in the best way possible so well, without further ado yeah. sir well I, I think really to uh, to start it from the beginning I think one of the things that we are felt um, from the Holy Spirit it was to really to understand you know the pillars of the new world order I call it pillars because there's strong foundation of the new world order are established over centuries um, that are now fully operational I mean I've seated some of them um, on a whatsapp such as um, obviously food and health that we're going to be 
uh, tackling today education, uh, politics, science, technology, finance, media, entertainment, sport, social gender, uh, religion, and there's so many, many more. But what we look at the society, the way the society is functioning today, you know, the new world order has really infiltrated all those major, major pillars of society, and now they are in control of those elements. I did mention that um, that only the power of God can break those pillars, but also we need to understand what is the plan of God, what is the sovereign plan of God in this season, in this time. Now, one of the things, what we want to do now, we're going to be talking about food and health, and, and I think that the first part that we want is just really show, you know, what's happening and, and, and what's the role of the new world order and how they control uh, the food system and and probably in the next few months then we actually be trying to find out how can we actually start operating outside the Babylonian system because at the end of the day I am completely convinced that if we don't start taking action now to start really uh, live in a different way then we will be sucked in uh, you know, none of us really know when Jesus returns. He could be returning right now, and then that'd be fine. But even if it is not for us, it's for the generation that be living uh, under the rulership of the Antichrist as well, or those Christians that will be born during this season, and those one, they would be faced. If it's not us, they would be faced between a choice of adhering to the system but having this mark, which is we allow them to feed the family, or renouncing the system and then not be able to feed themselves and then they will have to actually live outside the system so what we are going to try to do um, I know some of you are trying to listen and some of you seem to have a, any uh, audio issue if you can't hear us of those who can please uh, I'll send a whatsapp message as well you can also listen live on a Facebook uh, Facebook live using our revelation our page on, on Facebook that's another way for you to listen live. And as Marcia mentioned as well, from 9.30 to 10, uh, we'll be taking call uh, so we can have actually a discussion about what we're going to be sharing. And obviously, if, if there is not any call, then that's fine. We'll be handing up the program beforehand. But before we do that, you know, let us just uh, uh, listen to, it's a, like a 10-minute clips um, about what we want to talk about. And, and probably... Um, then mentioning a few names as well so I'm just gonna uh, play that clip and if we can just uh, uh, get a listening um, but yeah that would be be great we used to be a nation of farmers but now it's less than two percent of the population in the United States and so a lot of us don't know what it takes to grow food Over 12,000 years ago, people began planting and saving seed. Agriculture flowered, and civilizations were born. In China, thousands of varieties of rice were grown. Over 5,000 kinds of potatoes were cultivated worldwide. In the U.S. alone, more than 7,000 varieties of apples were grown in the 19th century. 
In the 20th century, the face of farming underwent a radical change. The manufacture of nitrogen-based bombs during World War I led to the development of nitrogen-based chemical fertilizers. Nerve gas, developed during World War II, was slightly modified to make insecticides. DDT was the hero of its generation. New technologies promised higher yields, increased food production, cheaper prices, and greater availability. By the mid-20th century, these technologies, along with new developments in plant breeding, led to the Green Revolution. I think the people who first imagined the Green Revolution had good hearts. Lots of people are starving around the planet. That's long been the case in human civilization. Their thinking was if we could just systematize agriculture like we did industry in the 1800s and bring it worldwide, bring one system that works, we can solve the problems that people have long had with agriculture. The next several decades saw a remarkable increase in production. Year after year, huge fields were planted with only one variety of crop. These monocultures created an ecological vacuum that insects and disease could exploit. This uniformity has led to some of the greatest agricultural catastrophes of mankind. In the mid-1800s, very few varieties of potatoes were cultivated in Ireland. When they became diseased, one million people died. When the same potato blight attacked Peru, they suffered fewer consequences. Today, only four varieties of potatoes are widely grown. 97% of the varieties of vegetables grown at the beginning of the 20th century are now extinct. Genetic uniformity leads to an increased vulnerability to insects and disease. Farmers found themselves trapped on a pesticide treadmill. The more they sprayed, the more they had to spray. The increased use of fertilizers, pesticides, and herbicides increased costs, polluted water, and created health risks. Then in the 1970s, Monsanto introduced Roundup. Because of its ability to kill most weeds, it became one of the most popular herbicides in history. In the mid-1990s, building on technologies that use gene splicing, the Green Revolution turned into the Gene Revolution. Capitalizing on the new technology, Monsanto genetically modified its seeds to be Roundup ready. Normally, Roundup kills anything green. But if the plant is Roundup ready, when it is sprayed, it doesn't die. 
now the company that sells you the herbicide also sells you the seed. A generation ago, farmers would seed a crop and use uh, a herbicide when necessary, but often they wouldn't need to use a herbicide. And today, you have a crop that, right when it goes in the ground, is designed to be sprayed. With Monsanto's BT corn, the corn itself is registered as an insecticide. This is because every cell has been engineered to manufacture BT, a natural bacterial toxin. If a corn borer eats any part of the plant, it will die. And now that we have genetic engineering, we're not just you know, putting chemicals in this food, we're actually industrializing the food at the genetic cellular level. One of the most controversial aspects of the gene revolution is the patenting of seeds. There was a very good reason why for you know, virtually 200 years, uh, the patent office and Congress did not allow for the patenting of life. The right to patent is guaranteed by Article One in the Constitution. Food crops were deliberately excluded from patenting on moral grounds. Starting in the 1930s, plant breeders were given the right to patent their work. But the patent protection did not extend to the subsequent generations of seeds. You know, clearly when you patent a tennis racket, let's say, with a new sweet spot, you can describe that very accurately to the patent office. But how in the world can you describe a whole plant, much less generations down when that's changed and mutated? But in 1978, Dr. Ananda Chakrabarty took the first living organism to the patent office. Chakrabarty was an engineer for General Electric, and he uh, created an oil-eating microbe and tried to get it patented. And the U.S. Patent Office said, no way. We do not allow you to patent parts of nature. You know, if you have a tennis racket or a toaster, you can patent that, but you can't patent a part of nature. Uh, but General Electric and, and Chakrabarty were very insistent. They took it all the way to the Supreme Court. One vote majority decision, they said you can patent this genetically engineered microbe. Interestingly uh, enough, uh, this oil eating microbe was never used because even though it did uh, eat oil and oil spills, it apparently ate a lot of other things for dessert. The floodgates were now open for genetic engineering. During the Reagan administration, they said, let's patent animals and then human genes and human body parts. I think what the companies would like to say is, we are patenting the gene. And wherever that gene goes, we own anything that we put it in. If it goes into a plant, we own the plant. If it goes into an animal, we own the animal. Uh, they might even say around the world, if it goes into a human being, we own that human being. There would be some constitutional problems with that in the United States. But they would, clearly would want their patent to follow the gene. The issue of patenting life has never been voted on by the people or the Congress of the United States. It actually means giving corporations, incredibly, the power to own, control the species of the Earth. While corporations were patenting everything under the sun, they were also busy in another area. Starting in about 1995, the stock market was running up and Monsanto was buying up uh, seed companies and DuPont was buying Pioneer and there was this, basically, the U.S. pesticide industry bought the seed industry for all intents and purposes. Monsanto spends $8 billion buying up seed companies. 
by the 1990s, corporations begin patenting not only GMO seeds, but seeds that haven't been genetically engineered. The only requirement is that they have not been patented before. It's one of the wonderful things about what our government has done for the years with seeds is trying to save seeds so that we can preserve biodiversity. What companies have done is gone into those seed banks, find the seeds that aren't patented, and patent them. And as long as they're the first person at the patent office, they get the patent. It is estimated that Monsanto owns 11,000 patents. Why would corporations do this? Because then they can take the one seed they want to use to replace all these seeds, and it will own the marketplace. Wow, that was quite um, an interesting uh, um, um, little short clip that we play short it's like about 10 minutes long um what we are going to do as well we are going to put this clip um on the website as well as on the on the app so you can actually watch it but it's really short in detail the way things has really progressed over the last few centuries and uh i'm sure mars is eager to really um you know talk to us a little bit about his kind of patent seeds and and and, and monsanto which seem to be um, connected with everything which is uh, um, engineering, genetic engineering and, and also related to uh, I would say a complete control um, of our seed and of the food that we are eating um, I don't know if you remember the one we quoted you showed me a, a movie I think it was 1994 that was the title of a movie and and it was this these guys was trying to unravel a conspiracy of of a food supply you know the food that the population was fed obviously was controlling by big corporation they were controlling the whole food supply and they were basically what they were doing they were serving um, um they were basically recycling dead people and turning into food and then feeding the population i know this is not really uh what we are but uh, what I'm trying to say is that there is today, and, and I think this is quite in a way, is asking people on the street and asking them, do you know where the food comes from? Most of us don't really know. We think we do, um, but we don't. And sometimes, from time to time, you get different, um, I would say different elements that just pop up, like the situation about horse meat a few years ago in, in Great Britain, which is was a big scandal. But... The truth of the matter is, those big corporations, they control the food supply, they control the seed, they control everything. And it reminds me a lot, and like I said, I always say that we are in a prototype of Mark of the Beast when we look in uh, Revelation 13, we speak that no one was able to buy and sell until they have the mark. And it's about, it's a bit of a prototype that we're in. And I think the world is kind of sleeping and, and embracing um you know we go to the supermarket every day and, and we buy food without even looking where that food's coming from you know marcia does every time she look at it and because i never used to do that i used to go to the market and just you know let's pick up some tomatoes or let's pick up for example some uh, um grapes without seed you can choose a grape without seed if you want to and you know you're kind of wondering those questions you know how do they grow grapes without seed for example you know if it's not modified but, yeah, is there anything you want to add, babe? Oh, a lot. A lot, okay. 
Um, I think in that clip, what you will find is that um, even listening to, I, I think I've I've read about Monsanto. You know, I've listened to lots of different things. Whatever you, when you, whenever you um, receive or read anything, or if you're into health or wellness or and, and this is not a conspiracy it's nothing to do with conspiracy at all um, these, these are facts and this is the reality and this is what's actually been taking place um, I received a, an email from um, someone who is in the wellness industry I'll send it to you on the whatsapp and he was saying under right under their noses for years and years for, for what people have been fighting for in the wellness industry in America they've actually passed legislation to not only it's not just GMOs now they've actually it's another it's a new GMO which they've that it's, it's actually mutated to something else now it's it's con this it's it's they call it Frankenstein food um and basically it's it's a, it's the way that they've engineered it is that they can block um, particular like statins in the food um they've engineered it so scientifically so that they're literally controlling the seed they're controlling the food um and as it was saying in here if you if you actually look there were a few points that came up in that clip which i just want to actually just highlight um the reason why they first of all talked about having genetically modified organisms for food in seed was because they wanted to increase the food supply um after the wars and you know there was famine and you know they couldn't actually have enough food to to actually feed the people which is fair enough and and as they said scientists you know they probably had very big hearts when they were doing this mostly that's what it's about but then you'll always have a corporation who will come and exploit the big hearts of the scientists and use it for whatever they want and this is exactly what Monsanto have done um, the nitrogen based pesticides that Monsanto have been spraying on the crops around the world and now actually it's not only because if you think about it when it actually when um these nitrogen based pesticides actually when they when they go into the ground and they go into the they go then go into the water supply and they drain off and they go into the water supply and then it actually has an effect on our bodies and this is what's been happening so people are asking why are there more why is there more disease why is there where is there more um cancers than there ever has been why are people children getting things like adhd why are children um, actually having problems with development and psychological problems or they're coming out and they're having they're actually disabled in some way shape or form why do they have mental problems children when they're born why is it some people women are actually now more women more and more women you're hearing are, un, are unable to conceive um, why is it um, you know people are asking all of these questions and we really need to look towards our food supplies um, Monsanto are a huge, huge company. As it said, they've actually been buying up the seed. They've been buying up stock. They've been buying up and they've bought up now, as they said, 11,000 patents for seed. I mean, why does one that company actually do that? That is incredible, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. And it's just like it's been done over, as they said before, at the, the beginning of the century, there was 97% of vegetables. Mm -hmm. There's such a variety of vegetables and now most of those vegetables are now extinct. I mean, they were talking about 11 to 
to have um, different type of potatoes that you could actually grow. And now there's only about four, four, left, four. left now. And the thing is, what you'll find, I think if we don't keep an eye on things like this, what you'll find for us, generation to generation, from one generation to the next, we will probably only remember, you know, f how many of a five, six, seven, maybe um, varieties of potatoes or vegetables. There'll be vegetables that we probably won't even remember as we're growing up because what happens is they're maybe introduced different vegetables but if you go to countries where people are used to picking vegetables off trees and they know the fruit and vegetables um by by heart and they've they've sown those seeds i mean speaking to my dad's generation my grandmother she used to own land in jamaica and he grew up on a farm it was basically like a farm but it was even more than a farm because it was a lot of land and i remember i was speaking to my dad a few like probably towards the end of last year beginning of this and i was speaking to him about when he was a boy my father is in his 70s it's going on 80 and then he was saying about how he would be able to the, the taste of the fruit was very different and the vegetables as well because they were organic what they call organic now there was no pesticides herbicides everything was done naturally um and he would just tell me about how they were grown um where where how to grow them where to grow them what soil is needed what what sun is needed you know what's good for you know the atmosphere what's good for this plant how they grow and i was amazed you know and it was saying now as it said in that clip only two percent of people do farming in america and it's probably even probably a bit more here but the percentage is low so most people would not even know how to grow their own food and i, and I, and I think that's that's really the, the the topic that we're actually tackling on is is going on from this company and i was going to ask you a question mars um Monsanto, who are they? Because you, we yeah. mentioned Monsanto, probably most of us don't even know who those okay. guys are. Monsanto are a conglomerate. They're a huge, huge company, American company. What they did is they started out actually with pesticides. That, that was their main thing in America. So after the war, they, as they were saying, they couldn't grow food. So as a, and the crops were dying. You know, that you heard about the potato famine in, in Ireland that literally killed so many people thousands of people died in ireland and people when you actually speak the irish they will talk about the potato famine because what happened is the potatoes became diseased most um irish people they would live on potatoes it was meat and veg meat and two veg which is a potato is another vegetable and a meat and some type of meat that that was their main staple food there was a potato famine it, it actually wiped out so so many people so therefore what they they were they weren't spraying their crops like that but there were other countries, as they said in the clip, Peru, where already these things, these nitrogen-based um, pesticides actually have got there already. So the thing is, if you actually look at this, this their, their crops were fine. And this is what people bought into because they were buying into the fact that they would be able to feed the nation. They'd be able to feed their countries because they couldn't feed their countries because their crops were dying. So Monsanto then, if they formulate this nitrogen-based pesticide to be able to actually spray the crops and then the crops what they found were the crops weren't dying or they could actually then just kill off what they needed to and then they would be able to actually save the rest what they've done over the years though Monsanto is they've actually diversified so they've gone and as that you've seen isn't it strange that people who were spraying crops to kill the crops now are actually buying the seed so that what they've done is bought the seed and they've actually genetically modified the seed so what they found, you'll find, is that, you know, I'll go into, we've been into this anyway. If you want to listen more about GMOs, we actually had a program on GMOs um, 
please listen to that it's really really based it's this is what this is what Monsanto are about um so the GMO thing will explain that but now what they've done is they've actually gone one step further as they always do and they've brought out this new GMO it's a GMO something else which I will actually put the link on for you but basically what they're doing is they're modifying the seed so as the seed grows in the ground what they're saying is this seed will be genetically modified in a way that it will grow in this in this way so that your crops will grow and they won't die and and the the all the bugs everything that come towards them will not kill them they will not be able to harm them and the thing is what you'll find is that the the bugs all the life that is going on around them they're dying or they're being infected or affected so you'll find that there are different things actually going on with nature so nature the way that god has made it is being disrupted That's by right. this whole That's right. this whole awful way of living and it's just like no it's not a way of living this awful way of living that we have taken on board because we're actually ignorant to the fact that it's taking place mm -hmm. so now what they're doing is they're they're soya products and um, the particular ones are rapeseed oils they're particular um corn products um that have been produced by them over the years which they've tried they've introduced in in places like america and canada and they've tried to introduce them here people are saying so we don't know whether they actually are in our system or not um because this is what tony blair in his when he was in power was trying to introduce into england but we as you know up had put i'll put his um link on there as well so you can actually listen to what he says scientist who was discredited because he was the one who was actually looking into the gmo do you know the name of that scientist arpad pudzai is a is, is actually a, a hungarian scientist it's not, not no longer with us but he did he was the person who was actually um taken on board him and his team to actually look into gmos for england because tony blair wanted to introduce them when he was in power when mm. bill clinton was in power bill clinton introduced gmos into america um, Tony Blair wanted to do the same here. Arpad Puzai was, and his team was the people who actually scientists taken on board to actually test out because people weren't sure about GMO here, and he was the one who looked into it, went a bit further, looked into how you looked at it, looked at it, had a GMO potato, was feeding it to lab rats. Lab rats were getting all sorts wrong with them, um, stomach ulcers, ulceration of the stomach, all sorts. When you listen, people who have got things um you hear people now i'm hearing lots of cases of bowel cancer colitis um lots of problems with hormones blood blood sugars um diabetes mm. adhd all these different things i tell you something begin to look into your diet look into your food but the thing is when we actually look at all of this the thing that we want to talk about really and i'm looking at time this evening is because people as they say who whoever controls Whoever controls the corporations who control or own the seed yeah. will control the human beings. And that's exactly and it. And they will they will control the world. And that, that, I think this is this is really the, the point that we're trying to, to get at. I mean, if we look let, let's turn to Revelation thirteen and, and I always go back to Revelation thirteen and the more we read about it, the more we understand how significant the scripture is and how the world is slowly being sucked. Um, into be controlled by corporation that will actually tell you what to eat, when to eat. Um, I mean, he says this really um, in verse 14. He said, And he deceived those 
who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image of to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, and that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Now, but verse 16, he causes all, and I repeat, all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Very interesting. We are moving toward this system. We are basically in the system already. And, and I think that we be killing ourselves we're saying that that we are moving to the system we're actually in the system there probably not a physical mark of the beast yet in place but there is definitely pattern and there is definitely system in place that actually implies to really because babe i'm going to the supermarkets if i'm saying i want to plant some tomatoes you know what's how do i know the seed if it's actually uh, a genetically modified seed or a pure seed the thing is at the moment with regards to things like that you, you know we can only trust the organic companies who are saying that they're organic um and the thing I, is how do we know they are organic? and the, the only th the only way because you can go grow tomatoes from tomato seeds you can take the actual tomato seeds out of the tomato put them in the soil and you can grow tomatoes that way but what happened if those tomatoes that we're buying from the supermarket are, are GMO tomatoes? but I, to be honest I wouldn't actually buy tomatoes from a supermarket so what do you buy them from? you buy them from farmers you speak to the farmers about how, what they use in their soil you have to ask the thing is when it comes to things like this people ask a lot of questions about um, people people ask questions about what shampoo they put on their hair they'll ask about They'll go into a department store and they'll ask a million and one questions about a moisturizer that they're going to put on their face, um, things that they're putting on their bodies. They'll ask a lipstick. People will spend hours at makeup counters asking about lipsticks and makeups for women um, and aftershaves and all the rest of it. Now, what you'll find, and it's something that um, is said in the wellness industry, in, in, the, in the health and well-being industry, you know, the skin is the largest organ of the body, right? It absorbs so many, it absorbs everything. So it's the largest organ. Whatever we put on our bodies, we should be able to eat it. We should be able to, our bodies should be able to basically absorb it and for it not to harm our bodies. Yeah. If we take that into consideration, why are we not asking a lot of questions about the food that we're putting in our bodies? We ask so much, so many questions about what we put in our hair, what we're putting on our skin. Um, all the cosmetic side of things we ask so many questions people are so concerned about their hair about dyes about this than the other but the thing is we don't ask about the food that is literally being put in our mouths and be going straight into our systems and being absorbed into the systems of our body and our body breaking it down and affecting our mind affecting our hormones affecting so many different things we need to ask questions and not just trust on just trust supermarkets and trust that they they're actually selling us foods that we think are not gmo or we think we don't know how they're grown basically we don't know we, we don't ask questions we don't ask enough questions and this is why we need to be checking you know labels we need we also need to be checking food source we need to be going in and doing our own research about 
how you know the ethics and the morals of the of these companies i mean as when we, we were talking about most of the supermarkets now if you look at the american supermarkets walmart are behind them and when you look at walmart who owns walmart and what is walmart's intention when you actually take a look at what walmart are doing there's lots and lots of things that are going on with them so therefore if you're looking at the morals of them we need to actually be thinking okay well what are they actually do where 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 is their is their food coming from and the thing is people then will ask well what are we meant to do this is just major because how can I actually change my whole lifestyle? I don't have time to grow food. I don't. Mm. I, won't, I probably won't be able to produce enough food. I, 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 so this is where we have to come together as a, a cooperative and as, and do collaborations in time, terms of having farmland, in terms of having our own food sources, in terms of having our own water sources. Because remember, this is what I was saying earlier. Whatever drains off of the soil, the water, all of that water that drains off the soil, as it drains into water sources all of those chemicals all of those hormones from all over the place these drugs that they're putting into into flushing down toilets and flushing down the systems that they want to get rid of where is it going it's going into our water sources and it's affecting us and as you say it is truly going to affect future generations Mm -hmm. we need to get think on our feet now i think i think that's a very very important point and um and as looking looking at these pillars pillars that the the new world order has in place these are and I don't think it's a conspiracy theory talking that there's there's an element of an agenda to reduce the population as well, which is a reason why they allow uh, all these chemicals to be answered through our food, our drink, and our product that we're using as well. But I think also there is an element of us as believers, you know, and, and, and to be honest, sometimes us as believers, we think that Jesus returned before all these things happen. And so we don't have to do anything, but I think we need to do. I don't think we do need to do something because even if it's not for us, it's for the next generation, the next generation of believers that will be uh, born during the Great Tribulation. And if Jesus doesn't return before then, then we will need to actually be able to survive. And and the only way to survive to really change our habit and our lifestyle. I mean, I remember that when you say that the microwave was creating. Um, um, what, what, did, what did you mention was the word I use um, waves radioactivity, radioactivity. and I, I you know you say that to most people they will say yeah and that's about it but what I, you know can you explain to me for example the, those radioactivity what are the impact on on the body hmm. well the thing is people are saying that there's um, not been any research done on microwaves microwaves were introduced into our system i don't even kind of remember i remember us probably having a microwave we were probably late in the 90s or whatever but people probably had them from the 70s um, 70s 80s microwaves um microwaves have been introduced into society and no research no scientific research has actually been released with regards to what these radi- radioactive waves do they don't they won't even say that they're radioactive they will just say they're microwaves when you actually look at what a microwave does, it's it's absolutely crazy. And I'll put another link. I'll find another link and I'll put it on what on um, Revelation now, so you can actually take a look and see because it it not only affects your food, it also affects whatever's in the room, <laughs> whoever's in the room. Those waves actually penetrate through, and they will actually and over time. And this is why, if you're heating food up, please don't stand in front of a microwave. But even more so, you know, I'd advocate for you to actually get rid of your microwave. It's, it's one of those things whereby I look and I just think, 
And that's, that's what I'm saying about asking questions. We don't ask questions, we just kind of go like sheep and we just do things. But we don't actually ask questions as to what is what, 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 what are the effects of these things. And what you'll find, they say in Russia, Russia Russians don't use microwaves. Um, they did research on it, but it's of course not being released to us in the West. Um, and they, they found it, it wasn't great. You know, so it, when you look at it, it's just there's been a lot of things that have been introduced to us as a people um, with regards to food, um, in relation to food, because it's one of the things that as human beings, we need food, we need water, you know, to be able to survive. So therefore, that is one of the ways that if there is uh, an agenda with regards to depopulation, it can take place because people know that we have to eat. But also with regards to this whole seed thing, you know, they're saying whoever has the seed, the seed, the, the seed takes one seed, can replace all seeds and own the market. So when we actually look at it, you know, some, something that you, you have been saying to me probably for about eight yeah, years. Yeah, and I, I, I you know, I do. At first, when I used to say it to me, I used to think, oh, here we go again, you know. Um, and it, babe, we need to save the seed. What, what are you putting that seed in the bin for? Just save the seeds. There's going to come a day when, you know, we won't be able to buy seeds. That's right. You know, and you kept saying it and saying it and saying it. And it wasn't until probably a, a, the past year or two when I've really been looking into this and finding out about Monsanto and who these people actually are is that when you look at it, this this it was an old a veteran an army veteran who actually went and actually started the company he's mm. come out of the of the war and he's actually th thought he's doing it for good and things like saccharin all these things that are in these these um you know these these what are they called i don't even know so it's basically you know these these replacement sugar replacement kind of things mm -hmm. and you know it's in mints it's in all sorts of different things you know all these things that he's he's actually made are not good for you that basically they're toxins and over time what you'll find is when there's toxic buildup then you'll actually end up getting some kind of disease because your body needs to be able to get rid of the toxins but what's happening now is there's so many toxins that are being produced in people's bodies that we're not we're, we're putting so many so many toxins are going in but we're not doing things to flush the toxins out so therefore we have to be really 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 mindful about what we're eating and the food source where it's coming from and also not only those things what we're putting on our bodies you know what we're putting on our bodies people literally will put deodorants on and they'll put or, or antiperspirants deodorants are okay but for antiperspirants spread you know <laughs> all these things you know, shampoos conditioners creams body lotions perfumes which are full of chemicals so all we're doing is adding adding more 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 chemicals into our bodies more toxins our bodies are not able to to flush them out mobile phones all of the things that we've got all these wireless and bluetooth and all the rest of it in our houses we're literally filled our houses with radiation which we cannot get rid of we can't we can't get rid of it so it's all surrounding us and we're not getting rid of it so we need to be very very mindful of flushing our bodies of all these things but the food source is so important we it, need to know where our food's coming it's, from it's quite interesting because um as we're talking about food and, and talking about the, the food in a new world order which is actually about control and and we talked about um monsanto you know having uh, they, they basically what they is dominated they the dominating the market and what they basically did they patent all those seeds yeah. so basically 
what do you mean pattern mean they own the seeds they own the seeds they, so own... they own the seeds so basically anything so the thing is it's not they've taken those seeds so basically they've bought up the seed so nobody else can buy it so they can dominate the market they've then made genetically genetically modified organisms a seed with a gmo so now with that seed they're giving that now with farmers they're saying we own the seed so we're going to give you the seed that we want to give you in order for you to plant the seed that we have given you that seed is then planted they can only maybe get one or two crops out of it they're saying to them they can only have one crop so they have to go back to them to buy more so therefore they're actually controlling the farmers they're controlling the 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 livelihood of the farmers most farmers are then going broke because they can't afford to go and buy the seed you're talking about farmers in because who farms in in you know in europe really who farms in america really they farm in places like India, in, in, in places which are impoverished places. Now they can't afford to buy the seed. They can't afford to feed their family. They're beholden to Monsanto to do whatever Monsanto tell them. If they, if they come out of the boundaries of what Monsanto have told them, then Monsanto destroy them because they're saying, look, you owe us this. If you actually use this seed more than once, we are going to fine you. There are people who cannot buy the seed, farmers, so they've used the seed more than once. Monsanto have found out, they find them. The fines alone have crippled those farmers. They have gone bankrupt. They, are, they cannot feed their families. And they, they, they literally, they've got farmers around the world who are committing, committing suicide because they cannot afford the seed. And this is what we're saying about in, in Revelation where it says these, they will dominate. Mm-hmm. because And this is what they're doing. They're doing it in third world countries. They're trying it out in third world countries. And then they will bring their agenda to everywhere else. And people think, oh, we're in the West. Oh, we're untouchable. It's oh, coming. it won't touch us. But the thing is, at the end of the day, when they try these things somewhere else, it is just a blueprint for what they want to That's introduce right. to the rest of the world. That's right. And this company, for, if you're spending $8 billion buying seed companies, they're bought seed companies. They're not just buying seed, John Mark. They're buying seed companies. Hmm. You're, you're spending $8 billion. You're telling me that it's for no agenda at all. They have a very clear agenda. They want to control the market. It's not only that they're buying the seed. They're also, what they're doing is they're also patenting GMO seed. So they're saying, okay, we're buying this seed, so you can't buy it, but we're giving you the seed that we want to give you. And this is the, these are the seeds that are going to be grown in the future. And this is the food that is going to be given in the future. And this is the food that we actually want to introduce to the world. And we're starting here. And there's, the, there's something that I actually received this week that is saying that their agenda is moving forward. But at the end of the century, they want things like corn and soya to be on every dinner plate around the world. These people are not messing about. This is GMO food, toxic, highly toxic food. Because when you think about the GMO, when it goes into your body, what if it's changing the soil, it's changing nature, who are we? If it's going into our body, it's going to start changing our biological makeup. And that's exactly And what, that is what's happening. But it's quite interesting. You know, what you just said is really what the Lord is revealing to me. Is again, it's the same plan that the enemy done. Remember, let's turn to the book of Genesis and I'm going to yeah. read it. And it's the yeah. same thing yeah. when the, 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 the fallen angel went to mix with the daughter of men to pollute the seed because mm-hmm. this is what the enemy always trying to do yeah. he tried to pollute when he knew from the by the time adam and eve ate, ate the food and and god made the statement about the seed 
the plan of Satan was to pollute the seed. Always. So always pollute the seed. Always stop and the seed. And you look at it, it's still the same. Mm. It's still polluting the seed, still polluting mankind. Mm. And that is always the plan of the enemy, the pollution of mm. the seed, the control of the seed. But also the death of the seed. That's because right. Because when you actually look at it, you know, he can't get to us. So he's like, okay, I'm going to kill you. Mm. You know, he comes to kill, to steal and to destroy. Right. So therefore, when you actually look at it, I'm going to kill man because of the jealousy. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when you actually look at it, the way that it's happening, but it's it's done in such a subliminal, sly way. that And that, as I say, if people are too busy, they're too busy to actually look at things. We're too busy to actually look at our food. We're too busy to cook, to do all of these things. And we trust the supermarkets. We trust them with our lives. Mm-hmm. Because what we're putting into our body, it feeds us. It gives us life. Remember, food is a life. It's meant to give us life. When it's meant to, we're meant to be able to have an abundant life through the foods that we eat. It's meant to give us life. It's not meant to kill us. Mm-hmm. But the food now that is given to us because of the way that it's made, it's actually killing us. Mm-hmm. It's killing people. How can people be eating foods? And, and you're telling me you're eating. Well, of course, there are other other attribu- other things, contributions, contributory factors as well. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying, they're saying basically 80% of what our health is, is food. It's, it's to do with our diet. Mm-hmm. So if people are eating well and they're still becoming ill, how is that possible? Ask me, how is that possible? And I, I keep asking this question over and over again. People are, you know, they're killing us with sugar, putting sugar in every single thing. It is a toxin. It is a poison. Why are you putting sugar in our foods, hidden sugars? Why are you putting, you know, things like palm oil in our, in our foods? Well, Why are you doing this? Let, let, me read the, let me read this article as well. And for those who are listening, um, and if you haven't really checked packages, when you go and buy your meat, or your vegetable. Oh my goodness. Uh, please have a look at this. So, <laughs> this is an article that I find. It's called What Your Food Label Really Means. So, let's look at the first thing. You don't, you look at your food label, and there's always got these different names or those very complicated names for some of us who have no idea or carb or something that you're just thinking, oh, this is too complicated to read it. But added vitamins, what is it? It says here, this is one dimensional factory version of natural vitamin found in whole foods. Ascorbic acid, man-made vitamin C, is usually synthesized from the fermentation of GM corn, while artificial vitamin E is commonly derived from petrol. So when you added vitamin, when you see added vitamin on your food, is basically this. You have petrol, you actually have in petrol, and we have to modify uh, magnesium vitamin C. Now, there's another term called soluble fiber, a healthier sounding term for modified starch, which is widely used to reduce the quantity of more nutritious ingredient in processed food and keep down manufacturing cost. What about natural coloring? And you see this uh, at the back of the packages, natural coloring, what they say? The only difference between this and artificial one is that they start with pigment that occur in nature. Otherwise, they are made using the same highly chemical industrial processes, including extraction using harsh solvents. What about artificial dyed sweetener? Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Several large-scale studies have found a correlation between artificial sweetener consumption and weight gain. Accumulating evidence suggests that they may also increase our risk of type 2 diabetes. So when you're drinking your Cokes and all your Fantas and all these things, please think about that. Mm -hmm. 
mm. enzymes used to make bread stay soft longer, injected into low-value livestock before slaughter to tenderize their meat and used in fruit juice processing to create a Claudia more natural appearance. Mm. Packaged in a protective atmosphere, food that has been gassed and modified hair to extend its shelf life. Whoa. It delays what food manufacturers call warmed over flavor, enough test that occur in factory food. What about the beef, pork, or poultry protein? Collagen extracted from butchered carcasses, Oof. processed into a powder and added to low grade meat. It adds bounce, increases the protein content of the nutrition label, and combined with water is a substitute for meat. Washed and ready to eat salad. Have you ever eaten those foods? <laughs> oh dear. Clean by sloshing around in tap water, those with chlorine, often with powdered or liquid fruit acids to inhibit bacterial growth. The same tank of treated water is often used for eight hours at a time. What about the pure vegetable oil that some of us use? Industrially refined bleach. Deodorized oil, food processor often add chemical to extend the fry life. Never gonna have that kind of oil <laughs> anymore ever again. Mm, don't That's do that. don't do that ever. Natural flavoring. Even the flavor industry concedes that there isn't much difference in the chemical composition of natural and artificial flavoring. They are made using the same physical enzyme microbiological processes. So this is basically one you would find in any of your packages when you go to the supermarket you just look at the back you know if you still got label on your food you know after the show please have a look in your fridge and look at the back this is what we've been fed over the last how many years now it's probably from about the 40s 50s 40s 50s mm -hmm. this is what the government this is what those corporations fed us with and that is the complete control of it. Now, the interesting thing is, as we look into it, we talked about patent, we talked about seed. And one last question before we close is, and we will continue on this topic the next time. And we invite you to call us. You can call us on our numbers, 07538953000. Or you can also uh, just uh, send us a Skype message and, uh, and then we actually can have a discussion after that. But to um, come back to the patents, the seeds, how can we get the proper seed? Because I heard as well that not only they have control over the seed, but they also have control over the soil. Hmm. The thing is, what you'll find is in particular countries, there are certain countries um, I, I don't know about America now because it's just uh, the whole roundup. Um, the roundup, roundup is, is uh, as you as you heard in this clip that we we played. Um, it's very very dangerous. So most of the crops over there have actually been sprayed with this pesticide. Um, so it's very difficult because what happens is when these pesticides are sprayed, they and then as they grow and as the pollen is blown off of all of 
you know all of all of the the plants that are growing it actually blows into other parts of the fields so even if you had organic fields if they're next to they have to be a certain um, distance between the non-organic and organic fields but the thing is what some people have been doing is growing them and they're not with they're not actually far, far enough away from the non-organic fields so what you'll find is that then the that crop is then going to be contaminated with the non-organic kind of pesticide sprayed crop crop so this is the thing so when you're actually saying you know um how does this work it's you and that's why so you have to do your homework and you need to speak to your farmers you need to find out where things are coming from and you really need to do your own homework because every area is different you could find that in london you could get some things you could find in kent we can get some certain things fit certain foods but i think the most important thing is if you can grow your own if you have space to do it start growing your own even if it's a little bit even if it's salads for example because you've just read most people will actually have these ready-made ready washed salad which i've never believed in you know you have to you know that the case just get some white vinegar and and just clean clean your salad that way clean your vegetables um because we don't know how much they've been sprayed and how much of that spray has actually penetrated the skin of those vegetables and fruits so it's just making sure that we clean as much as we can um we ask as many questions as we possibly can in terms of where our food is coming from and to be honest to try and locate seed you know even if you're saving the seed seed only has a certain shelf life and this is what i was saying to you before so that it needs to be a way where we can actually just get those seeds and just keep planting them and reusing them because there will come a time where the seeds will genetically modify them so that you won't be able to use them more than once okay so that is very interesting um I think as a church, I think as believers, we need to start getting those seeds now. I don't think that there's too much things that I don't think we should waste any time. I know I've been talking for years about trying to get those seeds, but I don't think we should waste any time now. We need to get those seeds. Mm. Um, I think it's very important that we, because I, I just got under the impression that if we don't try to get those seeds now, store those seeds now, we won't be able to find any natural seed in the next few years. I think there will be uh, GMO seed what do you think I don't think it's just about being it's the seed is good but you need to use the seed so it's just even as a people if we have um, two three four hundred people who are planting and we're planting different things in season you know we will always have seed so we can't just have the seed and just keep them there it's about using the seed so it's just as a people gathering up um, and and really collaborating having a collaboration in terms of of how we and, and plan this how we moving forward be organized and be very deliberate with regards to what we're passing on to the next generation and having land having all of those things set aside so we can actually have our own our own crop our own water source having all of those things um we have spoken about it before but as a people if you have 400 people who are planting seed that seed is going to continue and someone can't come and just take your seed it's actually in the ground already you, you've organized your soil your soil is organic you do all of these things even if it's 10 families 15 families you know it's better than not having anyone at all and having a little bit of land and making sure because we can then feed other people you know as we're fed as we we feed as we organize we can feed others okay well we welcome your questions now if you want to send over by whatsapp 
and please send the word WhatsApp or you can even send it on, on our Facebook page, uh, Revelation Hour. Uh, we hear, um, you know, if we don't hear any more questions, then we probably hand the broadcast. But I, I think that was very interesting. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add, Mars? Because you mentioned this quite a lot that you wanted to talk about. I think for me, from my perspective, looking into this situation, uh, it is definitely a, a major, major, major pillar that the New World Order has, has, has got its hand on. Because, you know, if they can control the food supply, then they can control the population. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. It says take one seed to replace all seeds, but it's exactly the same. It's just like they're wanting to take, you know, control of the seed so they can introduce their seed. Um, and they can then they can then dictate to others to what, you know, and they're already doing that, as I say, with the farmers, but they will dictate to populations about what they eat and, you know, how much it costs. So it's at the moment we have a certain food supply, but remember, if they take the seed away, though that food supply is going to be no longer. <laughs> you know, this is what we must realize: it's not going to be there anymore if we can't grow certain things, as they said before. Ninety-seven percent of the vegetables that you know at the beginning before at the beginning of the century, the twentieth century, there were ninety-seven percent of variety of vegetables. Now there isn't; they're extinct. <laughs> you know, that's if that's at the beginning of the twentieth century, John Mark. So the thing is, if we look at it, 21st century, it's not that long. And we don't have 97% anymore. We have a very small percentage that oh, they're, they're extinct. So we, we have to think as a people, what do we do? And as we say, if, if not, you know, Jesus doesn't return now. It's not just for us, it's for generations to come. That's it's right. getting their mindsets thinking mm. in this way that we can't rely upon supermarkets because they are part of the big corporations who are trying to dominate and control mm. the systems and the way of the world and the way people think and if we don't take a hold of this we will have to bow down to those in power and we will have to go ahead and bow down to them and say yes okay we will take them up because we have to feed our families you know or we starve and we die so it's just one of those things what do we do and do we have to wait until we see it for us to be able to act you know and and that's it really well, I, I think that the, the thing is i mean we we're gonna we're gonna close now because i don't don't yes, see anybody calling uh, but I, I think that what what i was going to suggest is is probably this is now our opportunity to be able to do things to prepare now the reason being i'm saying is because we still there's still freedom for us to move around there's still freedom for us to do certain things and and you can go trying to the farmers you can go and get some seeds some natural organic seed from now but it will come a time when you won't be able to do this and and i, and I think as you mentioned i like the way you mentioned 10 family 400 people you know that that seed will continue to grow and I, and i think as a community of believers that's probably what we start need to do you know we need to start acquiring places and, and soil and, and seeds so we can actually start planting and I think it's about re-educating us you know how to live a very simple life and I believe the Lord is doing this way because I think that we have become so much sophisticated because of the advanced technology and everything that has come into the society none of us know how to grow any vegetable I remember when I was about six seven year old my my godmother I used to spend a lot of time with my godmother and she would grow all kind of vegetables mm. and i would be in a garden with her helping her to grow but today most of us 
uh, working on a mobile phone devices or children or playstations or, or tablets they have no clue how to grow some vegetables but that was the generation remember they were in the in the time of the war where they there was a campaign remember we spoke about this mm. we were talking about foods before that there was a campaign for during the war because they couldn't they couldn't get foods so mm. they had to grow their own they had to make their own bread they had to do things so they were wait, they were raised in that environment where they did grow their own where they did have their own vegetables where they did do things for themselves and that's when they were the healthiest if we look back over that time coming out of the war mm. they were very very healthy but then after that because of the rations and because they weren't allowed to have a lot during that time they felt that it was a bad time so that's when after the war sugar was introduced you know um, and it was probably one of the worst introductions because you know then from then over the years you've seen what happens with that but it, it's um, they were healthiest then and as you say it was a very simple life very simple foods um, but what the body liked and it agreed with so mm. you know it's um, yeah it's, it is going back to basics you know I was speaking to someone before and, and, and she was saying she's prophet, very prophetic and she said you know as a people we need to go back to basics and mm. cut our cloths according to their size and really and truly we've be, we've become so used to what we think is a wonderful and the best diet um, but you'll find that the simplest of things the body really 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 agrees with the body um, and when you're looking at different types of diets and all the rest of it it's, it's vegetables it's you know fresh vegetables fresh fruits you know very simple very simple things but it all begins with seed mm. and we need to as a people understand where that seed is coming from mm. who's controlling the seed why they're controlling the seed and how we as a people are going to be coming against that and rising up and saying okay we need to be you know in control of our food supply and not you you know mm. so it's um that's, yeah, that's it really yeah, that's it really mm. okay playing with his phone again <laughs> <laughs> as usual yeah. alright well I, I think that I think we cover everything do you think is there anything else that you would like to add uh, no I think I think a lot of it is, is um, you know people will think I'm you know very just straight and hard with that cause I, whenever we have the discussion about microwaves and all the rest of it people tend to be like that by the way let me just tell you something she got rid of the microwave so we don't have any microwave how long has it been for now <laughs> I don't. I can't remember it's last year. Like, like, yeah, um, I thought that was going to be very, very difficult because I was so used to microwave. But I think the way she explained it at the time, I thought, yeah, we need to get rid of the microwave. So we got rid of the microwave, and we just, well, we just, we just warming our food, you know, naturally. And yeah, it takes a bit longer, you know. You can't have your food in thirty seconds, but it tastes so much better. Mm. I think. But I, it's it's for me. I think things like that are personal choices. But and it's it's the same with the food. But what I'm hearing are more and more people are becoming ill um, with with all sorts of different things going on. And it's just yeah. It's for me. Every time I hear it, it just really saddens me. I just feel really. I feel like there's been an injustice done to people, and and I really know that food is a major, major, major factor. Um, so it really upsets me. And I think this is, you know, when you look at what Monsanto are doing, it really is, it's awful. It's awful what they're doing. 
and it's just as a people I think I'd really love for us to be more aware of what's taking place um, in our world with regards to the people who are trying to control our food supply mm. and then for us to be able to ra- rise up and be able to do something as a people because it's time I think it's time um, to do this but it, you know it takes planning it takes organization it takes commitments um, but it, first of all it takes for people to actually um, have that revelation that something is taking place but also I think it takes for people whether they want to change as well because, yeah. because it's, it's a whole change of it's a major of shift life, it's a yeah, lifestyle it's a, it's a complete lifestyle yeah, it's a major shift and even no. where we we're not there we're no, trying we're you still, know we're, we're still, still in the process of doing things mm-hmm. but it's just even us we're reading about things like this and you feel overwhelmed and think where do we start you know mm-hmm. um and it is it's just starting where we are as a people and you'd be amazed at how god then equips us That's right once we say okay lord we really you know that we want to do something about this for our community for our people for the mm-hmm. future generations and as we come together, God will really help us to move forward in this. I truly believe this. Mm. I really, really believe that God will help us as a people to be able to move forward and to be able to plan, to be able to organize, to be strategic with regards to being able to supply food mm. for people. There are different organizations I've seen who have done it, who have who've done, who've done this. And I believe as a church, we can do this. Mm. We can move forward. We can have our own food supplies. We can have our own water supplies. We can actually go ahead and we can do this. But it takes for people to be committed, for people to actually say, okay, you know, I'm willing to put this amount. I'm willing to put this amount. I'm willing to put this amount in order for us to actually forge a community where we can actually grow our own foods. So we can have, you know, we can import from places where, Mm. you know, at the moment it's untouched you know in the sense of it is organic food or we can actually buy seeds so we can actually grow those things foods that fruits that maybe we can't grow here or just to be able to grow the fruits that we can Mm. and the vegetables that we can um and to be able to source to be able to have our own purification system for our water that's right um and that those things if we have those things oh believe me that would be a major 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 step in the right direction in order Mm. for us to be able to move forward as a people um, as well as the other things that the Lord wants to do but I think when we're talking about this pillar Mm. most definitely um, that will be a great move or step in the right direction Mm. well thank you thank you very much for those who are listening you know in the UK and, and abroad um as as I mentioned on on our whatsapp there's many pillars uh, that a new world order has taken shape of, and one of the first pillars that we are looked, we are looking at at the moment is food and health. If we tackle a lot about food, not so much about health, and we'll probably be talking about uh, health in a, in a mm-hmm. next next topic. Um, it's probably going to be a two to three part on that pillar, and then uh, after that we'll be moving to education, which is a very major major thing as well. Oh wow! Uh, more homeschooling more, going on than you could ever think ah, of at the moment. Unbelievable! So many people yeah. taking their children out of school. Yeah, and uh, I can understand why, to be honest. Mm. Um, but you know, it's it's been uh, it's been blast. I'm very excited what the Lord is doing and and really revealing to us, you know, how we can prepare and understanding. You know, it's not only about preparing in order to 
prepare well you need to understand the strategy of the the enemy yeah. so you can prepare accordingly and and we want to prepare ourselves and like i always mention it it is not we're not only doing it for us we're doing it for the next generation as well mm. you know if we were to go today you know what legacy are we going to be living for those who actually be born again during the great tribulation so we need to leave them something we need to prepare that for them and if we stay at least we'll be prepared because none of us really know the bible say no one us know the hour you know mm. only the father knows so uh, at the end of the day it could come now as we speak it could come tomorrow it could come in a year's 10 years time we have no idea but what we do know is that the enemy is really raging 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 to take control of every situation he's scared he know he hasn't got much time you know so he will try to bring down the house bring down everybody that he can with him you know in his path and for us what we want to do we want just to do what god's asked us to do it just to really prepare and this is why we're doing this show this is why we've been doing it for a year and we thank the lord for his continuous um favor on us but why don't you pray Mars, and so we can close this father we thank you for this time we thank you that you know as you reveal your heart to us father that we you will give us grace to continue to walk in obedience to what it is you've called for us to do Mm. Father, I pray for everyone that's listening, people who will listen in the future. Father, we pray that you will reveal to them the part that they have to play in the cause that you have called for us, that you have put in our hearts, Father. Father, I pray that you will give them strategies. I pray that you will continue to speak to us, Lord. Pray for divine connections, Father. We pray for miracles, Father, divine miracles in terms of land you know being able to get land and to be able to actually prepare and be able to grow crops for your people for your church father father i pray that we'll have people who will be able to take care of the land you will teach us how to care for the land you will teach us how to be able to nurture mm. the crops that you are actually asking for us to grow father for the for this generation the generation to come father i pray that you will give us hearts that are committed to this cause father that people will actually see how important this really really truly is father for, for for now and for the times to come father i pray that you will burden give burdens to others father as you have given to me and you've given to john mark in terms of preparation this pillar of preparation mm. and father i just pray for miracles father i know that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think and all things are possible through you father that you will actually provide for all of our needs because that's what you do and father i just pray with regards to this pillar you'll provide us land you'll provide seed father god for that land you will mm. give us wisdom with regards to actually being able to yes, to actually manage that land to grow crops to manage everything you will actually help us with regards to water sourcing that we'll be able to get get land which is near water near mm. near like a, we'll have some kind of water source father which is nearby so we can produce our own water father god we pray that you will actually help us in terms of providing for every single need we pray for divine intervention mm. and we pray father and we thank you because you know that you are going to do it we mm. thank you for all of the people who will be involved That's in this lot. project we thank you so much, Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Master. It was powerful. Thank you again for listening. And uh, we will see you next month in uh, in the month of August as we continue on the same topic. So I will say good night and stay in tune in the Lord. Good night. Good night. Thank you.
Genau. Musik